Welcome, everyone, to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Wednesday, February the 21st, 2024. And this week, starting on Monday, we began uh, talking about out of Romans 6, 9 through 23. And it took us two days just to really talk about verse 19. But you, if you didn't hear those, you really need to go back because we're continuing on with that thought. But before we dive into the Word today, I wanted to take a moment and thank you for being, if you're a partner with Empower Life Ministries, we want to say how much we greatly appreciate you and that we could not do this without you. For those of you who have made Empower Life Ministries uh, a monthly commitment, thank you so much. And if you haven't and you would like to, you can become one of our partners and donate on our website. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. It helps us do what we do every single month, and it, it is a blessing to us. So we want to say that we, are, we appreciate you and all that you do for us. Also, if you've not left us a review, we would love it if you would do that. It helps us to promote the podcast. So now we can get into Romans chapter 6. And like I said, we did verse 19, and today we're going to take it on just a little bit further. Yeah, and just to refresh you a little bit, or if you're just a, uh, listening for the first time today, what we got to talking about in there is that how he was contrasting uh, when we were gung-ho in this life of sin <laughs> we were living <laughs> in. You know, we had no limitations in that, and we yielded our members to uncleanliness and iniquity and everything else. And then he said in that, as gung-ho as you were for that, now I want you to have the same enthusiasm for that, yielding your members as servants to righteousness. Mm -hmm. So yes. he goes on now, having a little context there, he goes on in verse 20 now, and he says, For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Now think about that. I was free from righteousness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't in bondage to righteousness <laughs> being exactly. in my life in exactly. that. You know, because that was the furthest thing from my mind. And if you kind of reduce it down, righteousness means being in right standing with God. Yes. So when I was a servant of sin, you were free from righteousness. When you were, you were uh, free from righteousness. Then he goes on in verse 21, and this is the key. What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. And I want you to notice this fruit, because in that, that is in your life, whether you're doing unrighteousness or you're doing righteousness, there's going to be a fruit that yes. is manifested from it. Every single time, yes. And and before you go any further with that, I, I want to take, just like we did with verse 19, I want to read that out of the Amplified. Maybe this will be a little bit more clear for your thinking. He says in verse 20, Romans 6, 20, when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. You had no desire to conform to God's will. So what benefit, and that's where he said fruit in the King James, what benefit did you get at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? He's asking the question. Then he comes back and says, none. For the outcome of those things is death. Yeah. The outcome of those things is death. It, and it's it's that's a lot uh, to understand because 
Well, you know, what do you think? And we say this, the same thing all the time, even in the natural. Doing these, you're going to kill yourself doing that. Well, you're going to be ashamed of what you're doing. Be ashamed too. of what you're doing. So you're always trying to hide what's going on. You know, and all that. There's condemnation that it's producing in your heart. Yes. And, and that's a building term when you talk about something is condemned. That means it's not fit to live in, right? Yes. So that absolutely. becomes the moral state of our being as the body because sin will lead to death. Righteousness will lead us to life. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to be leaning into right now in that. But both of them produces fruit. And the, the fruit that it's bearing. Listen, I, I, years ago, I remember Charles Barkley used to say, I ain't nobody's role model. <laughs> you know, nobody's role model. Well, I'm going to tell you, all of us are role models, whether we like whether it or like not. Whether you like it or not. And you're Somebody's either going to be a good you. one or mm-hmm. you're going to be a bad one. But you are going to have, and I, I will say this about what you just brought out there, there is always going to be repercussions to every action. Absolutely. And that's pretty much to me, that's what he's saying here. What this, you know, what benefit is that going to do for you? It's going to lead you to shame. It's going to lead you to guilt. And it's going to lead you to death. Well, he basically said there's no benefit. There's no benefit when, when at we're, all. When we're chasing after sinful things, unrighteous things, there's not going to be any benefit at all for, in that. James says it like this James, uh, I'm the King James uh, chapter. Uh, James chapter 1, verses 13 through 15. He said, Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Right. All right? Yes. Neither tempteth he any man. But listen to this. Every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Now think about this for just a second. The devil don't make you do anything. No. Your lust in your own heart pulls you into that place. When you yield to that, that's where the enticement comes from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yes. He brings he brings it deeper. You know, he 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 is moving in you to stir you to go deeper and and to help you fulfill what that lust is. Then he goes on to say, then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. Conceived Mm-hmm. When lust is conceived, that's that's where you're birthing. That's a yeah. I was going to say a that's birthing a medical term. term. Yeah, yes. that's when you're birthing. Something. You're receiving that. Yes. So your actions causes that conception to take place. Mm-hmm. So then, lust has conceived. It brings forth sin. There's your baby. There's your baby. There's yeah. your baby. And sin, when it is finished, will bring forth death. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I know that I've, I love the part that he brought out there. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. When some conversations that I've had with, with people, uh, they've made the comment, well, if, you know, I'm just going to believe God and, you know, God's going to, you know, why would God just put me in a situation like that? They're, listen, there's a lot of situations you put yourself in. Absolutely. You know, we're trying to say, well, you know, God was just trying me or God was testing, testing me. me. God is never going to test you with sin. Never going to test you with sin. That's something that is within you that the enemy tests and tries you with. Not no. God. I mean, get real about it. I, I don't know how to say it any any clearer than that. It's quit trying to say God is testing me in this. God might test your faithfulness to him 
and what he's asked you to do, but God will never test you with sin. Yeah. And I want you to think about this as we close out today. The last part of that said, when lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin. Do you know what he's, this is a, a picture of a birthing taking place. Mm-hmm. And you know what a baby is called the fruit of the womb, right? Yes. It's the very fruit of that womb. So fruit is being produced by the lust that's, that's taking place. Yes. That, and, and what sin is the baby that it produces. So I really want you to think about that fruit. Your life, his instruction here now to the Romans in this was you were slaves of sin. You were free in regard to righteousness. You had no desire to conform to God's will. But now that that has changed, yes. how many of you know something needs to start changing in our life? Amen. We need to start getting the right kind of fruit being produced. Amen. And we're going to continue on with our study in Romans uh, again tomorrow. We really hope you're getting something out of this. And we pray that everyone has a great day. Tune back in with us tomorrow.